Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The sound of that sitar can mean only one thing. We're only a few movies away from discussing Mike Myers' iconic film, The Love Guru. And the only way we can get through it is with all of you horny babies. Live. We're going to be discussing The Love Guru live. Our first live episode ever will be our discussion of The Love Guru. Cameron and I have never seen it before. And the honest truth there is we've been too scared to see it. The entire podcast is building up to this one point. The love guru is the key to the puzzle that is Mike Myers. You'll be the first to find out what our genuine reactions are to the love guru. I'm really worried that I will genuinely love it. And that's why we can't do it alone. We're doing a live episode at 3pm Sunday the 21st of May at the Chippo Hotel on Abercrombie Street in Chippendale, Sydney. Tickets are only 10 bucks, and all the links and information in the sh- are in the show notes for this episode. So click on all of that, all of those hyperlinks. And as you know, that is when the Sydney Comedy Festival is happening. It's not part of it, but it's happening around it. So we will have some of the best Mike Chick heroes ever discussing the love guru with us live. So you got to be there. Horny babies, we're too afraid of the Myers curse to talk about this movie alone. So please pick up some tickets for $10 to see us and a bunch of My Check Heroes discuss The Love Guru live at the Chippo Hotel on Sunday, May 21st. Blessed be, horny babies, and blessed be, Mike Myers. It's my check! It's my check! The podcast! Hey, good luck, everyone. I believe and in all of good us. Good luck to you guys as well. Good Thanks, luck. mate. I hope I win, but I really enjoy hanging out with you guys. It's not a competition. This is competitive. It's not competitive. <laughs> uh, whoever does the best, you know, we'll find out about on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, horny babies. Welcome to another exciting and thrilling and horny Ooh. edition of... Mike Check, the only podcast where two comedians watch every single film in Funny Man Mike Myers' canon just to check if they're still good. And so far, so good, baby. <laughs> I'm Cameron James, and I'm joined, as always, by Alexi Teliopoulos. How are you, Lex? I feel absolutely spectacular today. <laughs> well, that's appropriate, because the film we just watched was Shrek Dos. Shrek 2. Yeah. The sequel to the original Shrek film. Yeah, very exciting. And uh, we couldn't watch it alone, so we had to bring in a very special friend, a dear friend, (laughs) a horny friend. We'll find out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Guy Montgomery. Oh, thanks. Boys, boys, boys. So good to be here. 
Just so excited. Yeah. Had a, had a, had a real good time refamiliarizing myself with the, the world of Shrek. Yeah. It was a pleasure to watch Shrek with you. You had a mm. different take on it than all of us could have imagined. Ah, oh, I, I don't <laughs> think that at all. I, I watched it in pretty regular fashion. No, your style of watching it was cool because you watched it reverse cowgirl style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's more of a seating yeah. choice than a film <laughs> choice. You place a chair in the middle of the room, yeah. faced us, but turned your head to watch it every like- now and then. I like to make my viewing experience part of the movie experience yeah. for everyone else. <laughs> like when comedy festival reviews are always like, there was only 20 people in the yeah. crowd. Yeah, tell me more about the room. <laughs> tell, me about your, tell me about your trip to the gig. <laughs> I knew it would be a weird show when my long black came 10 minutes late at the cafe. <laughs> like, oh, fucking awesome. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for watching Shrek 2 with us. Oh, it was a real pleasure um, getting here and (laughs) arriving. And And tell us about what happened after you arrived. Did you enjoy coming into my home? Yeah, uh, you bitched out your apartment because you've been suffering a bit of water damage. That's right, I did, um, and I'm sorry. Mm. It's okay. I'm sorry about the bloody weather. We can't help it here. No. It's actually, it's a beautiful, I had a real, I know I was just making fun of people who talk about getting to the place they were going, but I biked here and it was, it's so uh, hot today. Yeah. And, this, and the guy on the bike in front of me, I don't know if this is like biker community in Sydney, uh, push bike, for those of you imagining me on Mahali, yeah. uh, I lived there in the you garage. You do have your still leathers on. on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he just turned to me and was like, oh, I'm going to Bondi. And I was like, ask and then he just told me about his day I was like oh it's a good day for it and he's like yeah well they're few and far behind oh no sorry few and far between for me anyway and oh I was no like, fuck mate what did that mean for him <laughs> I don't know was he crying no he was smiling but I was like there's wow. a lot of hinging he was going to go to some market that's awesome so that he on, can how... have such a positive attitude towards <laughs> life when it's kicking you down <laughs> yeah, like that was... how long were you talking to this guy for like 15 20 seconds until the light <laughs> you got in. a lot out of him yeah. like he told you he's going to the market he's having a shit life at yeah. the moment and were you stopped at the lights or were you riding side by side? No, I was stopped talking? at the lights, but behind him, <laughs> like not oh. next to him. Like he turned to talk. He turned over to you, reverse cowgirl style. Yeah. Gave <laughs> you that sly look over the shoulder that we come to <laughs> that love. That we know and love. From our lovers. And, yeah. and you got a good bit of info. <laughs> Full on. Are you? But you seem like one of those guys. You're a very smiley, friendly presence out there in the mm. world. Do people often stop and uh, chat to you like that? No, oh, not quite like that. Like if they do, I usually engage with them because yeah. it's always like a good laugh. But it's just really full on to like be turning around and telling a stranger you're having a day at the beach because things aren't going your way. <laughs> just because we both ride a bike, mm. car drivers don't do that. Now in uh, in New Zealand, where you're from, do people not do this? Very dour people. They don't. When you're riding your bike, you <laughs> yes. never tell anyone where you're so going. So dour. Um, <laughs> they're just really upset that they can't afford a car. Mostly, <laughs> <laughs> we're too busy resenting people on four wheels. And then we got into my house. We sat down. We watched Shrek. Mm. Now, let me mm-hmm. ask you straight. Shrek up. two. Excuse sorry, you. Sorry, we Shrek didn't watch Shrek, two. guys. Don't freak out. We watched yeah. Shrek two. Now, my first thoughts when we were going into watching Shrek two was. 
Is a Shrek 2 T-O-O? And this is just a mm. similar Shrek type character, like yeah. Teen Wolf 2? <laughs> yeah, it's not the same Shrek. It's a different Shrek? <laughs> yeah, I'm Shrek 2. But no, it was Shrek 2, as in this is the sequel yes. to Shrek. <laughs> it was same Shrek, different smell. Yeah, they must have uh, <laughs> a real good opportunity for a high concept marketing campaign for the kids. Uh, <laughs> they rebooted yeah. Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> they could do a reboot, couldn't they? Hopefully they reboot Shrek. I oh, can't get wait. Get that Zac Efron in there. Someone hot just for the kids at home to just really go, wow, oh. he's fuck ugly, but I am turned on by this yeah. guy. Because <laughs> he's got a sexy voice. No, now let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is your relationship like with Mike Myers guy? Uh, it's... It's mostly positive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, formative comedy memories, certainly Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was my entry point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Austin Powers 2 was one of the first movies I went to with my dad, and we were both laughing at the same jokes. Oh, And wow. that's quite a... Uh, that's big boy yeah, stuff. Yeah, that is. That's a, there's, so there's a real powerful mm. trigger in there. So I've always got a big soft spot for him. That was Bo Rat for me. Bo Rat. Yeah, me and yeah. my dad laughing at the naked fight really brought us together. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice one. That's great. <laughs> how old were you? And you did, how old were you? Probably 17, 18. 17. No, I don't know. Probably 12. I think when Bora came out, 13. You went to the, your dad took you to the cinema for yeah. Bora. <laughs> I, didn't, well. I didn't have friends yet to go see it. It was with. MA. Man. Yeah. yeah. A 13 year old can't get into an MA movie. Yeah. yeah. You must have been the sickest kid in the playground <laughs> on Monday. Guess no what I saw with my it. dad. Yeah. No. <laughs> Guess who went to a matinee with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Losers were playing sports with each other. Guess who went to an MA? My dad. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it's it's positive. And yeah. I remember mm. the Shre- I remember Shrek uh, fondly. I mm-hmm. got I used to do impressions when I was in school and I Oh do, really? I'd do the characters. I was real good at Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it, do it it's now. donkey. Oh no! Uh, and, it, and in the morning, <laughs> I'm making waffles. See, that's still that's good. pretty good. Very that's good. still very good. And uh, so I remember, I was actually quite excited to watch Shrek Two, which I know it's, I, I, it was sort of there were waves of familiarity mm-hmm. as we watched it, but I didn't really remember the details. And no, nah. why would you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not a movie that you should remember in its entirety. You should. There's highlights. There's mm-hmm. set pieces. Yeah, the whole film feels like a highlights reel for another series of movies. Well, okay. So, so my first thoughts when watching it again, and I hadn't seen it in a long time, was, "Oh yeah, this is very slow." And I did mm. say that out, out loud yeah. too. I say a lot of things quite out loud. early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon five minutes into yeah. it, I said it. <laughs> you did. But that's the thing with DreamWorks; they just feel slow. Yeah, yeah, they're not Pixar. No, Pixar, Speedy Gonzalez types of movies, those guys. No, that's Disney. Uh, no, that's Speedy Gonzalez is Looney oh, Tunes. That's, that's Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Mm, she's a beautiful babe. Oh, yeah. Hanna-Barbera. I love her for her art first and yeah. her sweet, sweet can oh, second. Yeah, get her reverse cowgirls. So we just get straight into our, our featured review of Shrek 2? Yes, let's. Once upon a time, there was a handsome prince who set out on a quest to rescue a fair princess. For it was his destiny to climb to the highest room of the tallest tower, pull back the gossamer curtains to find her... What? Princess Fiona? 
She's on her honeymoon. With whom? They're off. Come on, Shrek. We don't want to hit traffic. On a new journey. Wow. To a distant land. Yeah. You work in that hat. Where Princess Fiona. Well, this is it. This is it. Can show off her new husband. <laughs> Our daughter has married a monster. Shrek 2, the cuddly ogre and his lady love return to her homeland to tell her parents about their marriage. But Prince Charming is far from happy. Hmm. This is from 2004. It is the second film in the Shrek franchise from directors Andrew Adamson, Kelly Asprey and Conrad Vernon. Kiwi boy, Andrew, yeah. doing it for the Kiwis. Yes. That's your boy right That's there. my boy. That's my uncle. Oh, really? Yeah, one of your heroes, huh? but Yeah, one of my all my uncles are my heroes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what's so heroic about this particular uncle? Uh, he won an Academy Award. Is he, uh, is he the only uncle you have that's won an Academy Award? No, I've got several other uncles that won <laughs> okay. Academy Peter Jackson, yeah? yeah? Yeah, he's another one he's of my another uncles. Wacko Jacko? Uh, Jamie Foxx, <laughs> I can sort of like family. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I reckon we get along yeah. real well. Uncle's quite a different term. <laughs> yeah. Does this mean older man you admire? <laughs> yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, it's kind of the same thing here, I guess. Yeah, kind of. I admire all my uncles. Yeah. Wayne, big drinker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legend. Love that. Oh, do you guys reckon that Shrek is cuddly? Is he a cuddly oh, ogre? Absolutely That's not. That's something I had a problem with mm. as well in that. Absolutely not. Yes. And he, he broadcasts the fact that he's not cuddly all yes. the time. The guy's positively ugly as well. Okay, now come on. I don't think he's handsome for most of this movie. But I think uh, cuddly not at all because he's quite the prick. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, prick he's, can be yeah, cuddly. Yeah, yeah. But he's just always angry and frustrated. And I think a lot of his frustration in this movie, in the original Shrek, we see him. He's like, just leave me alone. Let me hang out in my swamp. Just please. I don't want to be around people. I'm ugly. I don't want to be seen and stuff like that. So it's very self-inflicted. Like he's, it's a lot of his own problems. You're like, okay, I cut him some slack for that. Yeah. But this one, he's mainly just horny and frustrated because he's, the movie begins with him trying to get his rocks off with his his <laughs> lovely wife, Fiona. Yeah. But Donkey is around and he's trying to shoot Donkey out so they can get privacy on their honeymoon or the return oh, from yeah. their honeymoon. Yeah, they, they they rough and tumble around on the beach and stuff. And yeah, they, yeah. The implication's pretty powerful that they're... They're doing they're it. They're sexually active. How, like, yes. how, old, how old are you meant to be to watch this movie? <laughs> this um, is MA15. This is the first MA that I went to. With I my, don't remember that scene in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the big green boner. <laughs> when you see it going. Yeah, that was full on. And like, I'm all for, you know, seeing stuff on screen, but I don't need to see an ogre dick. And there's that long bit where she's wiping cum off herself. <laughs> And it takes ages. Well, well, guys, I think it's all about ads online that you saw. Those aren't in the movie. These are banner ads you guys are getting confused by. They're just raw dogging it. (laughs) Ogre to ogre. Come on, they use an enchanted (laughs) enchanted dental dam. (laughs) No, it is very very sexually driven, Mm. this movie. You're right. It does begin with Shrek going, now... Donkey, give me some fucking space. <laughs> I want to root my wife, Donkey. <laughs> bow rat. Just a touch, a touch of bow rat. Donkey, I want to root my wife. <laughs> and then, yeah, he does spend the whole movie trying to change himself again. Yeah. So he can be more sexually attractive to his wife. Mm. It's, I, you had huge 
Lex, you had huge problems with um, just the character of Shrek throughout the yes. the film, and I think it is because the, he's so unsure of himself. Mm. Yeah, it's really hard to get on, at any point. It's really hard exactly. to get on board with him. It's like, well, fuck, just get your shit together, too. <laughs> it's like this: the guy never had the save the cat moments. He's yeah. just a real bitch the whole movie. He's really rude to everybody. And, you know, the save the cat type thing to make you like the protagonist, they've got to show you a few things that you have to be funny. Shrek is not funny. He's yeah. the least funny Mike Myers character in the history of Mike Myers. Less funny than Pete's Meteor, I must say. <laughs> and also, and he never he never shows that he's an expert at anything. Or a Shrekspert. Or a Shrekspert, if mm. you will. Never shows any of those kind of things. No to... Shrekspertise. No. <laughs> he's a sh- are you guys Shrekspertz? <laughs> we are Shrekspertz. I, I would, would say, say so. we are the say. premier Shrekspertz in this country, and at least. I'm the premier of New South Wales. As <laughs> well. Well, <laughs> yeah. Those are two big jobs. <laughs> yeah, we, we were going to say that announcement for the end of the podcast, but no. Gary, is now the lord, the lord of New South Wales. Yeah, it's so, awesome. Too. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it. It's a tough job, man, and you are not qualified. No way, no way, no way. But I charmed the pants off that panel. <laughs> you did to go in front of a yeah. panel, panel audition yeah. for the job. It's kind of like Idol. That's how we do our politics here. Very, very similar. In fact, it is Marsha Hines on there as well. <laughs> yeah. And Cameron did get a touchdown. <laughs> Mark Holden, Mark Holden give, did give Cam a touchdown. That's great, man. He actually earned it. Thanks, dude. Oh. Um, but yeah, you're right. He doesn't have any. Uh, <laughs> doesn't really have any good skills. If everyone's constantly auditioning for premiere, <laughs> yeah. no, I really. How, how long do you get the job? I for? wish we could just gloss over this. I really don't <laughs> have time to get into it right now. <laughs> like the, I feel like the further you. Nitpick at it. The less time I can spend on this job okay. today, which okay. is yeah, sorry, yeah, mic sure, check. Sure. But look, I will go into great detail off mic. Yeah, and please, if you but can. please, let's get back on. Mike. I'll do my whole full nice. routine for you and everything. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. So, tell me why you don't like Shrek. He's green and ugly. <laughs> oh, just kidding. That's why he doesn't like himself. But um, I think I just don't like Shrek because we never have. It's just all sadness. Shrek is like just, only happy when something bad happens to someone else. Can I? Is, does. At the end of Shrek, because I think mm-hmm. as Shrek's birth, you guys have seen this more recently than me. Yes, he must have. make peace with him. He's very happy with himself, right? Yes, because he's because he gets laid. Yeah, in spite of himself. <laughs> yeah, and then so I guess what happens between the world, the the time that lapses between Shrek mm-hmm. and Shrek Two, does he just fill up with self doubt again? Like Probably. Is, I think so. I think during that honeymoon, he must have... Oh, some shit must have happened. Mm. And shit happened to Donkey, too. Like, Donkey ends the first one in a happy note. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's best friends with Shrek. He gets to root a dragon, which yes. we explained happens Grimsby style. Yes, he does <laughs> enter within the dragon. And as Cameron once said, <laughs> he um, to pleasure her... He hoofs around the bean a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how one would pleasure a beast... Probably about 50 times larger than <laughs> yeah. oneself. That is how You've it is done. you remember that, because that's what makes it okay. Yeah. yeah. To hoof around the thing. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's donkey style, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you fuck a beast donkey style. But when we come back into this film, Donkey is already depressed mm-hmm. that the Shrek's yeah. been away. He's having marital problems with the dragon. And him and... Him and Shrek's relationship has gone right back to square one. Mm. They are yeah. no longer friends. And I think Donkey in this movie is actually a really concise and accurate portrayal of depression. 
because oh. he's he's obviously going through some strife at home. So he, he's come back to his friends and he is uh, very annoying towards them and very needy of attention. Mm-hmm. And he's almost a burden on them. And I feel when I have my own troubles with depression, like that's me. That's why Donkey... Usually, I think he's annoying and a bad character. I'm like, no, Donkey, you're real, babe. You're real. You've, you felt Donkey. This- yeah, I've been a donkey in my life a few times, I think. Yeah, you are a bit of a donkey. Aren't you? <laughs> if you know what I mean. He's, he's, he yeah. loves this boy, loves hoofing around the beam. <laughs> he's got no dexterity. It's all his health first. <laughs> now, uh, now, Guy, how did you feel about Shrek as a character? I just think that, that that honeymoon little montage at the top set to uh, The Counting Crows, Beautiful, mm. I'm in Love, mm-hmm. was a great start. Yes. Um, and then I think that they took every, like they took all that away. I know you were saying that they're slow, but they took it all away and mm. then everyone's just like, no one's getting along mm. immediately for so long. And they're all friends or married. Yeah, and it's like, it's, it was just frustrating. Because it's like it's, as soon as the honeymoon's over, you know, crashing back to reality, you got you live in a bog, <laughs> <laughs> like with a donkey, and like you, I don't know, because they, they go live in like Hansel and Gretel's like gingerbread yeah, house. That's yeah. a one like yeah. I guess that's like real honeymoons. You go out, you go somewhere glamorous, you come back to your, <laughs> your bog hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like Princess Fiona's like they get told that they're going to mm. go meet the parents, and Shrek is understandably like, nah, let's just. Stay at the bog, and mm. Fiona's like, oh, "I can do my parents. I got to go back, and it's going to be fine." And mm. it's just like, it's absolutely not, Fiona. Not You're so fun. naive. Mm. <laughs> Look at yourself. It's very much a guess who's coming to dinner, and the answer is Shrek. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, she's been off in her tower. Yeah, you know, for God knows how long—15 years, too long—and then go, you go back, inarguably. And, mm. Oh, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> While I was in the tower, I fell in love with this ogre, and I somehow also became an ogre. <laughs> well, mm. look, if you remember from the first one, she was always an ogre. Yeah, her, she has a yep. curse upon her. And we actually learned that at the start of the movie. I think the, for the very start of this movie, I really, really liked. We see the storybook, yeah. the classic fairy tale storybook with the nice little Shrek illustrations. And um, it's narrated by Rupert Everett playing Prince Charming. And he's talking about... It's good casting, it's by the way. Mm. Very, very good mm. casting. What a lovely voice that man has and the beautiful face as well. But you do not see it because it's an animated movie. Yeah. But he's, it's him uh, telling the tale of Fiona, how her parents locked her up in a tower because she got turned into an ogre by yeah. a monster or something. I can't really remember exactly the details there. But then it's his mission to go save her. And then it transforms into reality with this yeah. montage of him going across the country on his mm. faithful steed, who so we far, never so meet. Good. And then he gets up to the tower where we've already seen Shrek as save Fiona. But he goes in there and we see a cloaked figure sleeping in the bed. Is this his true love's first kiss? No, it is the the wolf from the first movie who has uh, who is dressed as a grandma. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's funny. Is it? Well, I know that at the time all the references worked, and they must. Do kids still read the same? Like, do they have all the same access to fairy tale folklore? They must have. Yes. This is probably the a fairy tale folklore to kids. You know. Like I don't think they're reading Grimm's Tales. Or do you mean Mike check? I think <laughs> I think the Shrek movies are like modern yeah. fairy tales. And so the, all those all, the wolf and stuff is that for the that's for the parents? Maybe it is. But they wouldn't know like, who Grandma Wolf is. Yeah, 
I mean, not Grandma Wolf, but <laughs> just, yeah. the big bad wolf like, who swallows those, Grandma up. All those references and stuff, and then also obviously that hardcore ogre fucking, that must all be <laughs> yeah. for the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Especially, yeah. can I just say, the ogre fucking mainly for the parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But some, some of the older kids might get it. Yeah. <laughs> or pretend to get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> to impress the kids on the schoolyard. But I really like that opening. I think it's a great subversion of the fairy tales. Again, that doesn't involve, in the first film, Shrek wiping his ass with the fairy tale book at the start of the film yeah yeah so i think it's a nice it's, a nice twist a nice version exactly and then that's straight into the honeymoon mm-hmm. the wolf says they're on the honeymoon and then yep. that's uh, when they get back from that that's when we start running into that bog down the end of problems yeah act one problems mm. which is troubling it's um and you're right it does go you were saying straight away all right yeah here comes the conflict you know when they meet the parents that's going to be a big conflict scene i reckon that was like 10 minutes into the movie it could have been Mm. It could have happened minute five. Yeah. And then we would have sped along. Yeah. We were just like waiting for them to get there. We had there. to do that. Are they there yet? Yeah. That donkey. whole sequence. Very frustrating sequence. Very, very frustrating. Now, okay. So we've we've talked about a little bit at the beginning of this movie. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about Shrek as a Mike Myers yes. character. Now, what do we think about, I personally think, mm-hmm. worst Mike Myers character? Mm. I think it's the least Mike character. Mm-hmm. Maybe Shrek is an interesting character. There's some stuff. There's some honesty and a lot of pathos to the guy. I mean, how can you not feel for him? The guy suffers from depression severely and lashes out a lot of people. <laughs> but he's um he's he doesn't have the qualities of a Mike character that we like and love. Where he where Mike is someone who's quite has impish delight in finding love and life around him, and he's very inspirational in helping people find fun around them and delighting people. And I think that's what Mike is. It's a character that wears he plays characters that wear a mask that's very performative. To delight people, Shrek is not that at all. Shrek is a guy that hides from the public, and <laughs> and is mean and nasty. Last time we talked about Shrek, we came to the realization that at this point in Mike Myers' career, he was beginning to retreat from the limelight mm. and ah. to uh, hide away from the paparazzi and the media, not giving interviews. Mm. And this character is a very good representation mm. of that. I that see. Side so, of yeah, well, he probably had quite a lot of. Um, I think he does all the redrafts of the scripts and stuff as well. So he would have been mm. sprinkling a lot of Mike. A little mm. bit of Mike in there. Mike so in that regard, man. while you say that it's the least Mike character for for its time, mm. certainly a snapshot, isn't it? A glimpse behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the most... Um, one thing we kind of came to is maybe it's the most inner Mike mm. character that there is in, in that he's a... Perhaps he is an aggressive person. Yeah, he, yeah, he's definitely. You're right in that. It's, he's not. He's not the party starter. He's not generating the fun. He's mm. just no. like part of a. I mean, who is it? Is Donkey the comedy character? It's just. It's yeah. just there's so mm. much. Sort of quite an early version of those of what's a very popular style now, where it's just you populate the whole screen with jokes and mm. gags and like mm. you know all the pop culture Farbucks coffee, like when they get to far yeah. far away and mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, and so. Or, I guess they're not leaning. They're just leaning on him for his obviously his phenomenal talents. His mm-hmm. name on the poster, <clears throat> but he's not. He's he hasn't given that many of the gags. No. I mean, Princess Fiona is given like mm. the offcuts of a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Donkey, like Donkey's the one that I went away from the first movie doing the voice of. Yeah, and of it, it's it's Donkey again, right? He's the funny one. 
He's, He's a funny, funny one. There's a few, and there's there's some other breakout characters in this movie. Like we have Mr. Puss in Boots. Yeah. Joined the cast, played by Antonio Banderas. Oof, Marone, is it hot in here? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Camera, you're sweating. Oh my goodness. Sorry, just yeah. when you, uh, something about when you said that Puss in Boots character that got me all <sighs> horny, baby. Okay. Oh. So we can assume that this movie did, in fact, elicit the reaction from you that Mike movies often do. Mm. Can I ask you the question? Did this make you horny, baby? Yes. I said it straight away. I said, this is the sexiest <laughs> character ever committed to cinema. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, this the, the point in this movie where we first see Puss in Boots, as soon as he burst onto the screen, I became a furry. Straight away. <laughs> I was like, well, great. Now I'm going to have to fuck something covered in fur. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> picked up his cowskin carpet off the ground. Yeah. Draped it around his shoulders. <laughs> and he, he, then he got upset. He said, this won't do. He yeah. couldn't achieve an erection. <laughs> <laughs> and he went outside and came back in with several cats. Yeah. And I just, I don't really want to go into the details of what I did, but. You can hear it in the uncut version of this mm, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's very... Look, he's thekthy. Very thekthy character. He's thekthy. He's... Um, he tries to... He's like... He's all along the quest with Shrek and mm. Donkey to win back Princess Fiona. And yeah. then when Fiona mistakes Puss in Boots for Shrek, mm. he's yeah. like, yeah, I'll fuck you. Like, yeah, he'll yeah. do it. He'll fuck. He's also very gender fluid. Gender fluid. Know. Big time. He's got a fluid sexuality as well. Yeah, I believe says, that's what you have released as well. <laughs> fluid sexuality. <laughs> he says something like, uh, someone describes Prince Charming as dreamy or mm. something like that. And he p- kind of pricks his ears up and goes, mm, very dreamy or something. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this guy Fucks, yeah, man. He fucks around, dude. Yeah, and you, I said to you guys, and I'll say to you babies as well, that iconic shot of mm. Puss holding his hat, <laughs> oh, no. looking up at the camera with those big saucer eyes that you just have to come across. You've got to fucking smatter that very face. you got to make a tribute to Shrek too, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the sorry. good news for you is a whole Puss in Boots spin-off. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I and we like, will oh, watch those eventually, yeah. I'm sure. Oh. We'll have to. I've all look, you guys know me, I've always loved Pussy. <laughs> but no more have I liked it than when it's in boots. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Cool. Good to know we covered that. Um Wait, so- you did? You actually covered it? <laughs> Anyway, we were talking about Shrek as a Mike character. Ooh. Now, I think the one thing that you raised, Alexi, is that mm. this is a horny character. Yeah, this is the horniest we've seen Shrek so far. But it's the dark side of horniness, mm. I believe. This is, but it's, yeah, it's none of the it's none of the horn and yeah. all of the sort of mental wrestling yeah. that yeah. goes around the horn. Absolutely, it's so, when you are horny, but you cannot achieve. What you need to green balls, yeah, <laughs> you got those Shreky balls, and yeah. you're just going crazy. Yeah, because uh, the you know Austin Powers, he is a famously a horny character. Might be the Mike's. horniest character in cinema history. <laughs> he is so horny. <laughs> he goes on about it a bit. Yeah, yeah. he loves it, eh? Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> he's, just, he's crazy for it. He loves the ladies. He loves them. He loves getting his end off. He does. He says it a bunch of times too. He says, "I'm horny. Don't yeah. make you horny." Stuff yeah, like yeah. That. real Lothario, Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But Shrek... Shrek, on the other hand... See, so Austin brings a kind of delight mm. to his horniness. He's, he loves being horny. Yeah. He loves... He calls it I, his mojo. He, he loves being horny because he knows he can always find an outlet for his horniness mm. at, yeah. all, at every turn. He knows that it's fun to be horny. Yeah. But Shrek, he's horny and he's like, ooh. It's frustrating. <laughs> like, he, it's called... I mean... When, dare I say it? Whenever I get horny and I can't release it, I'm going to call it the ogre. Yeah, I'm going to have. <laughs> I've got the ogre within me. Yeah. Let's get it out. Because <laughs> yeah. it's he represents the the frustration and the self loathing that comes along mm. with being horny, but having nowhere to kind of release your fluid sexuality. <laughs> Just squirt your gut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's I think um, sweet green juice. <laughs> <laughs> I think in many ways that's um. That is a, a Mike trait to bring mm. horniness to a character. For sure. Yeah. It's un, it's inseparable it's, from his comedic what, persona. How many episodes of this podcast have you boys done? This is 28, 20 I think. Eight. 29. Is it possible that you're so deep inside the oeuvre of Mike Myers that you <laughs> Please are... Please call the oeuvre. The oeuvre. <laughs> that you are sort of imbuing all of his characters with a, a, a sense of horniness? Oh, guy. It's... This isn't created by us. Mm. I can understand how from the outside mm. coming in, you would think that we're projecting horniness into all these characters, but we've studied them we've studied and it's them. there. Yeah. We're academics. Who's we're Shrek's Who's the Shrek experts? That's yeah. right. And I the mean, premiere. The th- thank you. Yeah. Which reminds me, I have a lot of fucking work to do. I've got a lot of work to do. Um, he, look, Mike brings with him a sort of um, flirtatiousness, if mm. you will, to every role. He's always, He's always flirting with the women, mm-hmm. he's being very hypersexual. This role, not so much, mm. except for that internal Catholic yes. kind of like repression of his sexuality, which I watched and I felt for the guy. Well, did did I think, uh, which might muddle the message of the movie, because mm-hmm. I don't know what the intended message is. It's a, like it's meant to be um, pot, like body positive, just doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you look like, it matters who you are. But then Shrek is at his happiest when he's a handsome human. Yeah, that's very confusing. Yeah. He gets hot and mm. then all the ladies fawn over him and he's still coming to terms with his, that he's being, he's a hot man now instead yeah. of a... Mm, he a looks yoga. absolutely scrumptious. Yeah, he's yeah. And then thick And thick. then he's like... Yeah, I'm, he's kind of cool. He's, he's still on his quest, mm. but he's, happy, he's happier about it. It's confusing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Because you were saying it as well. The first movie is all about who cares about what you look... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Like, just yep. as long as you're happy, you know, and you'll find love or whatever if you accept yourself. But you're right. This one, spoiler alert, guys, in this movie, Shrek turns into a human. We get to see what he looks like. And, and mama-like. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. said that, too, a lot. Yeah. yeah. He looks got great hair, beautiful hair, a little bit of a wave. And he's just, he's got, he's actually smiles, which he's is nice. He's barrel chested, yeah. but yeah. he's got a good set of gams. Mm, great legs. Yeah. Yeah. Tight, he's he's quite bucks. top heavy, but yeah. you would, yeah. You'd... Finally, Shrek is ticking at least one of the mic boxes. Funny, unfortunately, unchecked. Sexy, there's a check. Cool, still not cool. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a dweeb. But then you're right. The message at the end of the movie, again, is 
What is the actually? What is the message at the well, end of the movie? Because they mm. decide they have the option to stay good looking. Uh-huh. Yes, and then I feel like because that's what all the action's building to. Because that's what Shrek wants mm. is for Fiona mm. to be happy, and mm-hmm. he'll do whatever it takes. Mm. And then I feel like the at the end of the movie, the writers would have been like, "Oh, we can't re- like we can't because that's pretty much undoing two movies mm. worth of work." So they're like, "Yeah." Nah, they're still ogres. Well, Fiona still learned her lessons from the first movie, perhaps. Whereas Shrek is self-doubting. What? Yeah, Sh- yeah. Shrek's kind of like, I'm, I'm ready to start like this. And Fiona's like, nah, let's go back to being ogres. And then I guess Shrek's happy, happy, but he because he loves mucking around in the swamp. Mm. And stuff. He loves yeah, 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 muck yeah, around yeah, in the yeah. mud, you know. Yeah. But I think what you guys have just saying here is that this is actually a movie with a very unclear message that kind of just repeats morals from the first one. Yeah. But over the course of 90 minutes, you know, like it takes Fiona 90 minutes again to go, no, I like you as you. That's Fiona's entire storyline is just go to your parents' house mm-hmm. and just fucking mope around while Shrek gets his shit together. Yeah. And Shrek, again, his big problem in the movie is going, well, am I good enough for Fiona? Which is the whole first movie too mm. of him Freaking out about not being a human and not being Prince Charming. Yeah. It's the same thing. Oh, DreamWorks. Maybe it's as well to accept others as they are as well. Because we see that the Fiona's family does accept Shrek in the end of the movie as he is. And their daughter as she is as well. Yeah, and there is a lesson in there, isn't it? And that the, the, the dad, mm-hmm. the king, who's the most upset by their union as mm-hmm. ogres, mm-hmm. it's revealed is also under a curse mm-hmm. that he is a toad. And so it's often, you know, it's the people who are, who are doing, who don't like, you know, don't like something, mm-hmm. are, are burying a secret or some sort of thing. Mm. Because projection. they see themselves yeah. in it. Yeah, projection. Now, the father we must say, voiced by John Cleese. Pretty much playing the role of John Cleese. Very, very good in this. nailing it. Yeah. Best performance in the In a Shrek movie. Yeah, so far. Yeah. My favourite performance, I think. That's probably fair. Because he's he's a very short man, and as we know in real life, John Cleese is very tall. Yeah. But he's got a very seething attitude. His whole comedic persona is someone who's like holding anger with him and talking to everyone who is worse than him around. Is there any reason I'm thinking of John Lithgow? Is he in the first one? He's in the first one. First one, he plays Lord Farquhar, who's also a tall man in real life playing a short guy. Same thing. Noticing a pattern here. Yeah. Jennifer Saunders, I thought. Uh, had a fantastic turn as very the, good as mm-hmm. the very dastardly good. fairy godmother. Fairy godmother. Now you may know Jennifer Saunders from the absolutely fabulous movie. Yeah, you might, or from the series <laughs> as well. You might know her from your book club. I mean, it's not for us to sit here and speculate <laughs> where you know her from. Yeah, I mean, horny babies reach far and wide. Yeah. You may be Jennifer Saunders. God, Jennifer, thanks for listening. <laughs> Jay Sizzler. <laughs> they are they're my two favorite performances yeah, by they're far great. because they actually gave it felt like some real emotion mm. to these performances whereas Mike I always feel is quite restrained as a yeah. voice actor in some way. Well it's cuz again he's not since he's not a comedy um, like he's in a comedy but he's not a comedy character he's not driving mm. comedy he can't his range is smaller because it's like he can't yeah. he what well, he gets to be frustrated and angry. Mm. Mm. And then he gets to be tender, but he doesn't really throw out any zingers. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't have any zingers. He has a few lame ducks, like where he'll say a, a joke, laugh to himself while saying it again, which is a Mike Myers thing. But on, when you're seeing Mike doing it on the big screen, it's delightful. But with Shrek doing it, it's just like, okay, no one can relate to you, mate. That's why you That's why you can't get anyone else in the movie to laugh with your shitty jokes, it's because you're such an unlikable dude. Oh, 
Boy, you really didn't like he starts. I like the movie, I just don't like Shrek. You wish someone else was the lead. No, Puss in I Boots. want Mike to be. One Mike to be you fun. You Sally, you wish Puss in Boots was yeah, the lead. I can't wait to watch Puss in Boots. <laughs> I mean it. Okay. Oh, oh I think in the second Puss in Boots movie, one yeah. of the boots is just filled with cum. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one you worked on? Yeah. Um, as a young boy, I was a very big Jennifer Saunders fan. I loved ab- absolutely fabulous the, the TV series, not the movie. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. But it was my favorite, and I actually saw Shrek two in the cinema. Even though I didn't like the f- first Shrek movie, not for Mike Myers, I saw it for Jennifer Saunders. Really? Because I loved her and I saw that she was a voice in this. She was very, featured very prominently in the advertising in Australia, the marketing on like e- e- Entertainment Tonight and stuff like that. The shows that will be on right as I cover from school. And I loved her. And I was like, I got to see this new Shrek thing. What's it all about? I was 13 and I saw this movie. <laughs> Did you I just that? come out of Borat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I straight tonight. from Borat, dude. Oh, wow. But I, I saw. Dad, we're going to another MA. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I, can I ask you a more personal question? Yeah, sure. Which film made you more horny, Borat or mm-hmm. Shrek 2? Wow. Probably Borat. Yeah. Pammy. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Pammy, Pammy's in it. Pammy's in it. How can you not get horny from that movie? That's true. That's a good point. Pammy Anderson? Yeah. Famous actor. She's really <laughs> popular in Australia. <laughs> Pam Anderson. Yeah, she's, yeah. Our, she's our favorite overseas actor. Uh, yeah. Well, we just got Pammy. Yeah. yeah. And I'll it's Google so it. awesome. Julian Assange is hooking up with her now. One of our Aussie boys finally got in there. <laughs> We've been, all of us have been trying as a nation for years trying to get Pammy. And one of our good boys finally did it. Is Julian Assange with Pammy? Yeah, man. He's WikiLeak and something else now. <laughs> Dicky leaks, am I right? <laughs> Wicked yes. leaks. Yes. God, I hope we got ghost <laughs> when he ejaculates, just comes out the side. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> no, okay, that's fair enough. That's a fair enough point. Now, how did we feel about Shrek as a human in this? Because I, I felt like, um, kind of. The same way I felt when the beast turns back into a human at mm. the end of Beauty and the Beast, where I'm kind of depressed by his appearance in a way. Why? Because the whole time of watching Beauty and the Beast, I'm like, I've come to love this beast character. Mm, he's very handsome fur coat. He's cool. I, I'm also famously a furry, yeah. so maybe that has something <laughs> to do with it. Um, and then when they turn into a man, it's like, who's this guy? I don't even know this guy. This character mm. design. I'm not familiar with this person. I don't want to watch this person's story. I felt the same way about Shrek in this. I don't really want to see him as a human. Mm. I just want that goddamn ogre running around. Yeah. You know? I think as well it's to do with, um, in this film franchise, the humans have a very boring basic design. Yeah. Like they all just look like little puppets or little plasticine yeah. characters. Yeah, you're right. They don't have much character to them. Yeah. The, anim- the animation generally though, sort of, it, was, it survived better than I thought it would have. Yeah. It wasn't distracting. The humans don't really pop off the screen, but like lots of the other stuff is there. The the like landscape's pretty cool. All the stuff I, in yeah. the forest looks good. I think it's a vast improvement over the first <laughs> Shrek film because uh, my observation last time was instead of these films being inspired by so much the Disney film classic film franchises like Cinderella and yeah. uh, Beauty and the Beast and Sleeping Beauty, it was more inspired by the Princess Bride and the swashbuckling movies of like the 30s and 40s, like Robin Hood and stuff. Yeah. So everything feels like sets. Everything feels kind of muted. Uh, and I think it's an, it's an interesting aesthetic that they pursued. But I think this movie, they're kind of like 
amped everything up, made everything a little bit more colourful and a little bit more vibrant and interesting. Mm. And just even just a little bit more modern cinematic. Like there's a lot of references to Lord of the Rings now. Yeah. Like we see uh, we see them their marriage rings. Yeah. Wedding rings? I think you <laughs> one of you guys made yeah. a reference at the start that it's like in that mon- that honeymoon montage, mm. they kind of cover off yeah. in addition to everything that happened in the world of the film mm. between Shrek One and Shrek Two. Or sorry, Shrek and Shrek Two. Not Shrek One. No such movie. Uh <laughs> It's just a book. But uh, they also cover off all of the happenings of pop culture. Like, they did the Spider-Man the Spider-Man, stuff. Spider-Man kiss. Yeah. There's um, the wedding ring is, like, being... It's forged. Yeah, yeah. forged. Says, I love you. Yeah, where it like, would usually was... say one ring to rule them all. Yeah. And in the darkness bind them. Yeah. And when you, but that was so, that was so heavy handed that reference when they yeah. put the wedding ring on her finger. I was expecting her to, to go invisible. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I was sort of disappointed that you didn't. Yeah, I was furious. <laughs> oh goodness, I, don't shame her. I wrote. Didn't a you learn the lessons of this movie? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't. And then we when we're first introduced to Puss in Boots uh, in like this dingy. Uh, Saloon type thing, mm-hmm. you know, a fairy tale saloon. We got Captain Hook twinkling the little ones Ivory. and twos, in the ivories, twinkling on the ones and twos. <laughs> I don't know what. Sorry, he's not a musician. Yeah, sorry, he doesn't get not it. Not like us. No, no, not yeah. like us famous musos. <laughs> yeah, obviously we played in bands. Yeah. We're really we're from that. World. Obviously, you've, you're musicians. Obviously, I'm a schmuck. Okay, yeah, I get yeah, it. yeah, you get it. You're not cool. Twinkling on the old nylon, <laughs> nylon string guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Pounding that, away, <laughs> but that oh, that whole like saloon shrouded in darkness, mm. very artistic, and it kind of reminds me of the introduction of Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, ah. the Fellowship of the Ring. Mm. Never seen it. Too busy getting laid that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's still out there. No, <laughs> you haven't missed the no, boat. No, no. Always getting laid, man. Whenever oh. it's on. Wow, that's so cool. It's pretty it's hard. probably that's why really a lot of your cool. work is Premier of New South Wales keeps piling up because <laughs> yeah. I can't stop fucking fairy things. Yeah, it's really bad, man. It's bad. Anyway, um, so you're right. It does look better this time around. Yeah. In fact, the opening sequence when you see Prince Charming going through all the different landscapes... Looks great. Get, ...got me kind of excited that this is going to be a better-looking movie. Yeah, yeah, and it shows off this bigger world and stuff. It makes the world seem much, much larger and more vast landscapes. But that is sort of few and far between. There is still mm. long stretches in bland environments. There's a few exciting sequences. I liked the bit inside uh, the Fairy Godmother's factory. Mm-hmm. That felt yeah. like... Uh, and it was they were seeding minions there as well. Yeah, you're yes, right. They looked like little minions. Yeah. That, that was weird, actually. And also like the amount of... Um, Screen time they gave those factory workers, yeah. mm. and like even just the development of some characteristics of them, yeah, all very minion-y. Very yeah, minion-y, they're wearing like these no little payoff. suits, and you just want to creep into their eyes and see what was actually in there. Yeah, absolutely, and it, yeah, because when Shrek put on one of their, because Shrek he gets rid of one of them so he can dress up, so he can just yep. take some potion. And very escape. Austin Powers yeah, one yeah. move. Yeah, he's got like his when he puts on, mm. it's obviously too small for him, and the hands are by the, mm-hmm. his head. Yeah, and I was like, "What's going on with these little? What's going on underneath those radioactive?" <laughs> yeah, what's going on under there? What kind of creature are they? I thought they could have been little. They ETs. could. Have, I mean, we don't see their foot. They could actually be minions. Little minions, yes. I think, maybe even. And that whole sequence reminded me of the like imagination um, of Doctor Parnassus. No, no, like those, those imagination films, like. Secret Life of Pets or Minions or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. They were. It was a very high energy sequence. There illumination. A, illumination. Um, it had uh, a whole kind of chase scene that 
as you said, guy felt like a video game. It yeah. It's kind of like seating in the video game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all, yeah. If you, it's, you watch the movie how you choose to, right? Because you can yeah. be cynical and be like, well, that's where they're making money. That's where they're making mm. money. And the fact that it is a retread of similar themes uh, for, for what was obviously both commercially and critically a successful film. Mm. It's like, of course, they're going to figure out, as, they're going to just stuff as much stuff with opportunity for merch and spin offs as possible. And that did feel. Is there a Shrek game? There must be a Shrek there's probably, game. There's a game for everything. Because now. that sequence where they're running through the factory and going through kind of like a conveyor yeah. belt sequence was is like built for a game. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. What were the. Because that, that was a. That did inject me with a bit of energy, that scene. Who were the. Were there any characters or sort of. Uh, recurring gags which you were like when you saw them come on screen you're like oh yeah Mm. you got me I think for me it's always the sly references to other fairy tales that gets me anytime that trope comes up I'm always kind of easily impressed by it or amused and there's there's a million of them in this obviously and we were making fun of them in the far far away sequences mm. like with Farbucks, the starbucks yeah one. yeah there was versace like, which was uh, versace <laughs> baskin robin hood that one yeah. got me and just anytime i see kind of like characters from different stories sharing a mm. screen together i'm always a little bit like oh that's cool you love world building i love world building. I, I, who doesn't yeah I, I also enjoyed uh, every time Pinocchio was on screen. Pinocchio's yeah, you funny. Loved, you love Pinocchio. Yeah. I rem- like I remembered. I said out loud before it happened. I remembered those that classic Pinocchio scene. He's wearing the ladies. They kink shame him for wearing yeah. Yeah. ladies' underwear. They're like, tell a lice. I don't know. Say that you're wearing women's underwear. And he says it. His nose don't grow. Yeah. He's definitely wearing He's wearing and, a thong. Which made me think, why did he say it? <laughs> you, you'd know, right? <laughs> wouldn't you, you, right? Yeah. Actually. Wouldn't you do something else? Yeah. But then also he had that great gag at the end, or that wasn't really his gag, but when he becomes a real, mm. he gets in the way of a spell and becomes a real boy and he gets really excited. Yeah, and then the second spell hits him and turns him back and he gets yeah. sad. That was funny. That's gag. very funny. To me, that was the highlight of the whole movie. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Especially when he's flying through the air when he gets hit by the spell. You just imagine he's probably never been hurt before yeah, and he lands <laughs> and gets hurt straight away. <laughs> now, my favorite gag mm-hmm. in the movie, and I said it at the time, was yep. the fake news footage of the Shrek yes. being chased. Oh, yeah. And by this point, Donkey has been turned into a white stallion. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fake helicopter footage. And the news anchor says, uh, the white Bronco is escaping down, blah, blah, blah. And I went, oh, yeah, give me that OJ. Baby. Yeah, I yeah. love a good OJ reference. They should have gone further with would it. You, they should have had Shrek murder would, Fiona. <laughs> would you have loved it? <laughs> <laughs> and Puss in Boots. Yeah. <laughs> For cucking him. <laughs> um, uh, oh, would you have got those OJ? Because there's obviously been a, a dearth mm. of uh, yeah, it's OJ been a lot in the last couple of years. Would you have got it back in 04? Oh, I don't. I probably wouldn't have. No, I don't think so. But I know at that point it had already been being parodied for mm. about ten years, yeah. like on Seinfeld and things like that. So yeah. maybe I would have spotted the reference. But it's only been you know I'm a big. Big fan of that documentary, OJ Made in America. So maybe it's just recently that yeah. I've come to really appreciate really any little love the parody jokes about it. <laughs> <laughs> to really get the humor behind OJ. I mean, it's funny. I mean, he's yeah. funny, yeah. He's what funny. a crazy life. What was your favorite gag? Uh, oh, there was one that I laughed and I said out loud, that's a good line, but I can't remember. Oh, God, what did you say that about? It was, oh. I remember it was when. Uh, 
it, Donkey had turned into the beautiful uh, white horse. Yeah. And, and he what said, does he say, Guy? Do the impression? I, I can't remember what it... He said that I'm a Mustang or no, something no, 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 like no. that. What was it? He says, I'm a stallion, I'm a, baby. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a stallion, like, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wait baby. Wait a minute. <laughs> that just uh, sounded like another character. But, no, all, all, yeah, but, but yeah, there were moments there. Mm. There's like there's a few like lightning bolts that just come out and they really hit you. Yeah, as well they should be. It's a it's a well regarded film. But do you think? <laughs> do you think? Because when you put it that way, it makes it sound like maybe the laughs are few and far between. And I felt like they were for me. Is that yeah. how you feel? Uh, on as a, who I am now, yeah. Like it's. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to disrespect you guys and what you do, mm-hmm. but it is weird to come over here on a Sunday afternoon to watch Shrek too. Like I was, I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, like you're always measuring it through a different filter than. Yeah, it's yeah. a good. Like it's good. I I don't have kids, but if I did, I'd show. I'd show them the Shreks. But I'd, how old? Uh, how old are these kids? You don't know. Yeah, ten. <laughs> ten. That's a great age for a Shrek. All of them are ten. Yeah, all triplets. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Three girls. Oh, what are their names? Candace. Yep. Maria. Mm-hmm. And Marsha. Wow, oh, beautiful wow. names for these beautiful yeah. girls. Marcia, are they pretty? Marcia, Marcia. They, <laughs> they take after their papa? Yeah, they take after, well, they take after their mother, thankfully. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's funny yeah. stuff. No, your, your wife is hot. Thanks. Thanks. What's up? <laughs> Why'd everyone get weird? Cameron, you don't say that kind of stuff to a man about his wife. What? Yeah. She's thick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Two C's. <laughs> a lot man, of come on, let's love my life you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Hey man. Give it one for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was Robe's original sign off. <laughs> Give one to your mum for me. <laughs> well so Robe, the test reviews are in. <laughs> Everyone loves the show. It's great. You're really charming. <laughs> Just one thing. <laughs> the bit where you tell the audience to fuck their mum on your behalf. We're going to have to... <laughs> you can't take that out. That's the reason I said yes to this gig in the show. <laughs> That's in his contract. <laughs> Every single one of those lines in ADR. Watch his lips. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm a McManus truther. <laughs> oh my god, that is absurd. That is the classic absurd guy Montgomery <laughs> that we've grown yeah. to love over the years. The commitment. The commitment. Oh. Uh, there actually was a Shrek game, Shrek Two game. There you go. I looked it up. It was available on all platforms in Cubing Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Cubing Game Boy Advance. Because I read, I also read the word GameCube at the same time that I said that. <laughs> of course, we all remember the iconic console, the GameCube. Uh, I loved the GameCube. Was Great. that a Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, Nintendo GameCube. And what happened to that? It didn't make it. <laughs> it didn't make it. It didn't really leave a cultural Yes, yeah, Shrek 2 was created by Luxoflux, and no wonder. What was the gameplay? What was the quest? Uh, it was based on the 2004 sequel of the same name. 
You play as Shrek or nine of his friends throughout the game and travel through 11 levels while being able to switch between the four characters available in each level. Oh my goodness, there's too many things. Too many numbers in this description. What am I, mathematician? And each, each of the characters has their own unique fighting abilities. For example, Donkey can destroy obstacles and Fiona can slow down time, much like the Matrix in the first movie. What? Yes, That's you can not from play. The movies? You go around, you collect bits of Humpty Dumpty. The, it's not even in the film. Then you help out uh, reading the town of rats with help from the Pied Piper. Who did the Piper. voices? Did the, did the actors do the voices? That's how you know whether or not they believe in yeah. it. Yeah. I bet um, Dan Castellanata did a voice. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. It doesn't even say. Hang on, let me go on the IMDb nah, for it. If they did, it would say in the wiki. Yeah, I reckon no one did the voices for it. That's really. De- they probably just used sound bites from the movie that was probably written into Mike's contract. Oh, he got fucked big time. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked. No, Mikey, but so it got it got okay reviews. It was like seven out of ten a lot of places. That's all right. Maybe we should review the game. Mm, we have have you got a, a GameCube? I haven't entered a GameCube. No controllers though, I so you can, can just get, watch it. I bet you can get like a sim. Like a GameCube sim for your laptop. Yeah, that, I bet you that exists. I bet you. <laughs> Isn't it so crazy? Like, Nintendo can develop all these great... Con- like, mm. just when a company's so good at one thing, and then mm. like, oh, and a shitter. Oh, God. So depressing. And just ruined them, didn't it? Mm. Mm. They're back, baby. They're back with the Switch, I guess. Why are we talking about video games so much now? Oh, because this is an episode of Filthy Casual. Thanks <laughs> okay. for tuning in, everybody. You know, um, we should actually review that game. That could be really fun. Mm. It's part, If it's canon, you know. I don't know. It might, might not have Mike in it. Well, well, do the research, you know. Mm. Figure yeah, it we'll out, fellas. I mean, I'm really worried about your role as New South Wales Premier, i got to say. Oh, I you keep feel forgetting like I have to do that. You're taking a lot on. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting I have to do that stuff. I mean, between my... Maybe I shouldn't have put that furry stuff on the record. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any other stuff that we should talk about? Maybe we can talk about one of our... Someone that we all gagged over being in this movie, Miss Joan Rivers. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. She plays herself in this movie, doing the red carpets. Is she ever named? Uh, no. Joanie, no, but you she can tell. She works for Medieval Entertainment yeah. mm. Me, with a logo yeah. very similar to E. Yeah, yeah. very, very similar. Now, I felt great about having Joan back on my screen again. Mm, I Big love Joan Joanie. fan. Miss her. Yeah. But it did fuck around with my head a little bit mm. in the same way that every time they referenced real word things, it fucked with you, Alexi. Yes, I really got mixed. There's one time when they go, is he from Europe? I'm like, what, they got Europe in this place as well now? Yeah. Too much stuff. And I loved I loved having Joan there. I loved the winking nod to her oh. fashion police. Oh. But... Is it? I mean, it's confusing to me to have Joan Rivers in this mm. kind of made-up world. You were also frustrated by the fact that she was doling out praise for, yes. for the people who walked the red carpet. Yeah. Because she's usually known as the queen of mean. Yeah. I right. thought it was the queen of sting. <laughs> Dude, that doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot me. You duffer. Oh, that is a duffer behaviour. <laughs> You're the bloody prince of Duffer. Oh, fuck. No, I'm <laughs> no, you're the, no, you're the prince of Duffer. <laughs> no, I was... Yeah, that annoyed me. I thought if they're going to get why Joan, that? why not make her be her fashion police persona, making fun of people's well, outfits? Yeah, like yeah, especially because if you're, you're sort of poking fun at the mm. whole fairy, uh, fairy tale canon, you've Who got you ample opportunity. Exactly. Like Sleeping Beauty. She's like, there's Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty falls. Yeah. That's... Great opportunity for the Queen of Sting. Now, what would she have said? What would the Queen of Sting would have said? How would she have read her? Uh, There's Sleeping Beauty, 
Passed out again. She's yeah. got a real problem. Yeah, I see a lot of sleeping. Not much beauty. Yeah, something like that. That's the queenest okay, thing. Funny. That's it. Yeah. Give Maybe. me another fairy tale character. Okay. Let me get them all. Let me get them all. All right. So the seven dwarfs pile out of a limo. Yeah, seven dwarfs. Wonder what they're doing inside the limo. Those boys up to each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's real good. Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, with a name like that, it's probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> More like crumpled foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, eh? <laughs> That's why Joni's one of the greats. She's it's, one of my heroes, yeah. but I can only... It's not for everyone. No, I could, don't think I could do it. I'm more of a Carson type. Not Johnny Cressley, you know, more about the praising of the clothes and stuff like that. So yeah. very nice material. So what would you yeah. say about Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> Wonderful clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Snow White, <laughs> really good dress. Okay, yeah, yeah. So just sort of vague compliments. Snow White has one of the most iconic uh, Disney outfits. Oh yeah, the mm. shoulder pads. Yeah, the red polka dot. Yeah, yeah. That red bow. polka dot shoulder pads. I think you're talking about Minnie Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got red polka dot. Um, like she's got a bow in her hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Trust whatever. Me, I know my female <laughs> animals in the Disney. <laughs> family, all right, I know them. Okay. <laughs> Okay, know them well. <laughs> um, no, thank you. I think I have come to my conclusion about this film mm-hmm. through the discussion. And if you don't mind, I would like to share it with you. So we're checking this movie? I'm going to check it. I think it's average. I think it wasn't bad. It also wasn't good. It had some lightning mm. bolt moments. Like the definition of average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was right down the middle, you could yeah. say. Um, I think the highlights for me were the action sequences. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there was long stretches... Between them reminded me that I wasn't watching a Pixar movie, mm. which seems to just stack set piece on set piece. I liked the fairy godmother scene. I really actually liked the ending with the godmother's wand as mm. well, where they were all kind of wrestling around for it. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing at I this? I just think it's so funny, the godmother's wand. <laughs> I liked that wand. Yeah. Yeah, I thought there was those scenes were really good, but then there was all these kind of dialogue-heavy mm. sequences that I guess were... Exposition was supposed to be funny, but I didn't mm. really. I got nothing from it. Yeah, I think it was. It, it wasn't clear in its focus and the way a Pixar movie is always. It's the story first, mm-hmm. and everything's secondary to that. This yeah, was, it was sort of like there was no. There's no real investment in the story, and so if the gags aren't hitting, then it it sags. Maybe that's exactly what it is. That the story there was barely any. So the fact that there wasn't any, we couldn't really care about mm, the yeah. other stuff. I will check this movie. I thought it was good. Really? I liked it a lot more than the first Shrek movie. Uh-huh. That's because it widened the universe a little bit more and it had more artistic details and some it was more it was more delightful to watch because there was less f- flatness in the design of it all. There was little sparks a little bit more cinematic. I liked the characters a lot more. Shrek still he's a character that only lives in the dark night of the soul. He never has moments of joy, which frustrates me. I mean, the guy, give the guy a break, please. He has to work so hard for fucking everything just because he's ugly. Just give the guy a bit of slack. That's all I say. Yeah, wow. Well, None of the characters had jobs. That's true. What's mm. keeping that economy going? Well, I think the Puss in Boots is an assassin. Oh, yeah. He's an assassin. <laughs> Um, also, Fairy Godmother has a very big business. Yes. So, yeah. you're wrong. And there's a woman that works at a drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. And a saloon. Yeah. And Joan Rivers is a comedian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a few jobs okay. in this okay. guy. Okay. 
You blew it. Um, I'm going to check you guys as hosts and say that was really mean. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry, dude. dude. We're a bit shrecky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will check uh, the movie as also average, par for the course, sequel. Yes, some world building, but mm-hmm. also launching a video game, just getting more toys out there, like introducing Puss in Boots mm-hmm. and giving Puss in Boots some big close-ups to be yes. like, you're going to fucking see more from this cat. Yeah. Look at these big, yeah. beautiful God, eyes. I hope so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine the world of pain your dick and balls are going to be in for <laughs> when you start <laughs> seeing how much Puss in Boots stuff there is out there. Uh, Do you think you love Puss in Boots so much because you're like... <laughs> Finally, a cat I can actually knock boots with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thank you so much for doing our podcast, Hey, Hi. thanks a lot for having me. It's uh, been a real joy. It's been a joy for me. It's been a joy for Alexi. Yes, it has. He behind. may speak on my behalf in this, <laughs> in this instance. Is there anything you'd like to plug? I mean, you've got Melbourne Comedy Festival coming yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, I am doing a live stand-up comedy show in Melbourne during the festival. It's called... Uh, let's all get in a room together but if you want to know about it I guess just follow me on Twitter mm-hmm. at guy underscore Mont and if you haven't I got my own podcast called The Worst Study of All Time uh, with my friend Tim Bat big lols over there Worst Study of All lols. Time one of the great podcasts oh, of all certainly one of, the, one of the it's top shelf I reckon for me so so fun I'm sure most of our listeners already know but it is yeah it's so funny oh, thanks guys yeah, and uh, your Twitter obviously guy underscore Mont. Anything else you'd like to plug? And no, oh, I'm not the, about the, my butt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame because that's You're what I was going to say. Sydney Comedy Fest as well yeah, coming up soon. Sydney Comedy Fest after that. If you yeah, just follow me on Twitter for that or guymontcomedy.com forward slash shows. All of my shows are on there, so you can just buy tickets straight from the source. No middleman. Very there nice. Are significant booking fees that are imposed. <laughs> <laughs> Not by me. Uh, also, the, I'm just going to keep plugging up. I've got yeah, so go many plugs in here. Uh, hosting. Australian improviser Carlo Ritchie. Mm. Uh, him and I do a podcast together called Hosting. I hosted him for a week in New Zealand. Uh, we're recording a second season moment where he hosts me in Australia. Huh. Uh, it's like a, it's very fun. Each episode is about twenty minutes and it represents a day and a trip. So each, <laughs> each season lasts one week, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, good. He's a good boy too. Lex, what have you got to plug? Uh, I've got Greenlights Comedy Nights happening on the thirty first of March. I'm hosting with Nico Mellon. We've got John Conway headlining. Woo! Sam Campbell's hanging out oh, there. It's gonna be yeah. a great night. It's only ten bucks at the Gaylor Club, eight pm, thirty first of March. <laughs> Just behind Central Station near Surrey Hills. It's a great night. You've got to check it out. I am also doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You can check out oh, me doing stand-up comedy for an hour. You can buy tickets at alist.com.au. <laughs> no, well, okay. Uh, 50 minutes. How about that? I'll give you that 10 Perfect. minutes. Yeah, free. I love it. Perfect. To in get the middle, settled in. In the middle of the show, I go, hey, guys, just take 10. <laughs> check your phones. Yeah. <laughs> you just turn around, just going, you fuck, shit, fuck. <laughs> what else have I got? What else have I got? Uh, Shrek impression, donkey impression. <laughs> I could talk about uh, how I'm... The show is moving along in a really good clip until he's like a 10-minute <laughs> And sweated on... Yeah. He didn't leave the stage. He should have. But mind you, I've got a lot of my work to do as a premiere that I get done in that 10-minute gap. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a lot of email. Yeah, a lot of What else can I say? Look, listen, uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at I am Cameron James. You can follow Alexi at This Is Alexi, and you can get all our podcast news at Mike Check Pod or on the Facebook page, Mike Check Podcast. Please follow us, please. Give us five stars on iTunes. And in your five star review, leave us the name, title, 
and concept of what you'd like our next super specific actor-based podcast to be. A possible spin-off sent by 32BM is The Grass Is Always Greener, the podcast all about Seth Green, a.k.a. Scotty Don'ts. I like that. That's good. I mean, the guy's had a career that's gone all over the map and back again. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Uh, We've got some very special episodes coming up. We're digging deeper. You didn't think it was possible, but it is. We're going right Mm. into the mind of Myers. Thanks for joining us, guys. You'll hear from us soon. Bye, babies. It's my check. It's my check.